I was, uh, I'm trying to remember why I came up with this topic the other day. I was thinking about it. I want to talk, I want to talk, um, I'm going to talk about a, a Buddhist list that I don't talk about a lot, the five spiritual faculties. But the reason I want to talk about it, because one of the, the first one on the list is a word that we don't hear or use very much in Buddhist teachings or in, in, um, in Buddhism, and it's faith. And faith is one of those words that I sometimes have an aversion towards. Anybody else? <laughs> a little bit. Like renunciation, like, <laughs> I don't want to do that. And faith may be because of my upbringing and my identification of the idea of faith with dogma. And this is the way it is. You must have faith. Well, what about that? Just have faith. It's like, what about that? Just have faith. And it's kind of this blind faith that... Um, for me, in my experience, has no grounding in any kind of uh, reality that I could connect to. It was much more of a, like the, the parents, you ask the parent why, and the parent says, because I said so. You know, it had that has that flavor to it. So faith, is, for me, is um, that it has that flavor. So I always found that, and that's what I was... A, what was appealing to me in Buddhist teachings is that there really isn't that ask that we have this blind faith. Because even the Buddha said, you know, find your own way, ehipasiko. It's a great word. It's like, find what works for you. If these teachings take you away from suffering, from discomfort, from dissatisfaction, then, then that's the way you go. Then, you know, have it be about your own experience. But the way faith is used in this, um, in this, in this um, teaching is not that blind faith. In fact, I have this, this, this little quote about blind faith. Um, you know, the Buddha taught that blind faith is useless. Blind faith means that one believes what one is told without personal investigation, and that's not what we're talking about. However, in this teaching, faith is more of an aspiration. It's more of a, uh, a sense of like, oh, uh, this is where I see I want to go, and I'm hoping that I've moved in, if I move in this direction, I will get closer to that. It's like, um, I think about it when I read my first Buddhist book, Buddhist book many years ago, it was a book by Pema Chodron, and I was really taken by it. It was, um, I went, wow, it mirrored a way that I was living my life anyway, this practice I was in, but it put it into such clear detail that I went, oh, this is, this is something. And then I like didn't do anything about it for a while. I mean, I was meditating kind of on my own for a bit, but it's, it got me um, inclined in that direction, moving in that direction. And so um, that's what faith is used in, in, in this in this realm. And so um, I think I was talking about it, or it was coming up for me, because I'm on the board of this organization, which is a faith-based organization. And um, I think I might have even talked about this a while ago, that 
what does that mean for me? And the, the, the foundation of, if I'm going to use the term my faith, is my belief in these teachings and the integrity um, of what the Buddha taught around the Eightfold Path and um, living in a way that doesn't cause harm and ending suffering where we see it as a foundation for social action. That's kind of how I encompass this faith-based, if we're going to throw this, these teachings into that, into that bag. Um, I think that's what kind of triggered me into moving in this direction. But what I, um, but, um, but what I want to do is actually talk about um, how faith rolls into the, uh, the teaching of the five faculties. It was so funny, I was listening to a, a Dharma talk a while ago by the teacher Kamala Masters. But in my notes, I wrote Kamala Harris. <laughs> so apparently, Kamala Harris is now giving Dharma talks. <laughs> I know, right? She's got so much going on. Um, but in um, the Buddha's teaching, what the Buddha the Buddha talks about the uh, the five faculties are faith, effort, mindfulness, concentration, and wisdom. And the Buddha says to think about these five qualities. Most of these qualities we get in other lists, too. Effort, wisdom, concentration, effort. I mean, and that's what you find if you spend any time studying Buddhism, reading, reading the suttas, reading any books, listening to Dharma talks. It's, um, it's not, you know, if you look at the Pali Canon, it's like, ginormous, but it's really saying the same thing over and over and over again. It's guiding you in this one direction, but they they talk about all these different Dharma doors. There's all these different ways you can access this. And this, this seems to make sense to some people, and another way it makes sense to other people. So this is just another way of looking at it. And again, these are described as qualities that are necessary for awakening. Um, and so if you think about these five qualities, the Buddha says, think of these five qualities as a chariot drawn by five horses. And the first horse is mindfulness. And mindfulness is like the first horse in all these things. That's the foundation. Because mindfulness is paying attention. If you don't pay attention, all the rest, all your bets are off. Because you're just like deluded. Last week I talked about um, conditioning. You know, I talk about our deep conditioning, how we're all so conditioned by what's going on. And if we're not paying attention, we're going to stay conditioned. And I loved, um, I know, Harry, you were there on Friday night when Lama Rod was talking about, and he was talking about conditioning. He was saying that we are all conditioned, and we can't help our conditioning, but we are responsible for it. We have to wake up to it. We have to take care of it. We can't just say, oh, I'm sorry, la, 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 la. it's not my fault, la, 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 la. We can, but we have to bring some, you know, that integrity. So mindfulness is necessary as a foundation. It's a foundation for so many of these teachings. You know, that's why we practice sitting, because we're cultivating mindfulness. We're cultivating an awareness of our experience. So that's the lead horse. Then the second pair... There's a pair behind them, and they are um, faith and wisdom. 
So there's faith and wisdom. So they're like this counterbalance. There's the faith, this aspiration. Tom Jeff talks about faith as conviction. He translates all these words on his own, and he, he translates the word for faith as conviction, this sense that, okay, I believe this. And wisdom is the balancing of actually seeing what's real. You have the aspiration, the conviction saying, you know what, if I follow this horse of mindfulness, I'm going to get to this place. And then the wisdom is this balancing piece of, of faith going, hey, maybe we need to turn to the right a little bit. Maybe we need to turn to the left a little bit of seeing clearly what's happening. And then the, the second set of horses is concentration and energy. And the energy is like the, the, the efforts, the, the, four, the four wise efforts of seeing when your mind is caught up in that negativity bias, is caught up in that, those thoughts that are not wise, that are not skillful, that are, that are um, harsh, that are harming mentally. But again, you're so used to them. We're so used to that talk track. That, that thing that plays over and over again and to make the effort to let that go and cultivate the beneficial. And then on the other side of that, you know, there's the effort of the, con of the um, there's the effort and then the concentration when you get to that place of calm and mindfulness, there is the steadiness when you have that. So there's, there, there are all these five things that kind of balance each other out. And they talk about these five qualities as like a lute, you know, the stringed instrument, that each, each string has its own sound, but unless they're all tuned up and in harmony, it's going to sound like shit. You ever hear a piano that's like out of tune or, you know, people are like... So that's what this is like when any of these things are out of kilter. So faith... Um, in, in, again, continuing to talk about faith. So faith um, is really, um, the Tan, Tan Jeff talks about it. He says it's a hypothesis about um, a set of assumptions in, about what's going to happen. And a lot of it is, um, I think, tied in with taking refuge in the, in, the, in the Buddha and the Dharma and the Sangha. And it's an antidote to doubt, which is one of the hindrances. Um, so faith, I read a book and I said, oh, I really like this. I, I think I'm going to start moving in that direction. It's not like I believe this blindly because she said so, but it's like, oh, I'm going to try for myself and see what happens. And then you do a little bit of this stuff. And then perhaps you start seeing some changes in your own life. It's like when I did the loving kindness practice. And as I'm doing it, I can't see it. It's like not, there's no tangible experience that I can, like I can tie right directly to my loving kindness practice until all of a sudden I'm in a situation over here and my reaction is totally different. And I go, oh, I know that's a result of that. I know that's a result of that. So the faith 
that keeps me going is like, oh, not because you said so, but because I can begin to see these experiences and see these shifts in my own life. You know, when we take actions and we move in this path, and, and it's actually a teaching about karma, faith, that we, we have these set of assumptions that if we take these actions, these actions will have results. And we'll move in this this. this um, this, this, this direction. It's, it's like the teaching on intention in the um, Eightfold Path, Wise Intention, where intention leads to action, and action leads to habit, and habit leads to character, and character leads to destiny. So the faith is the underpinning that if I take this action, so faith is like the intention. If I take this action, I'm going to move in this direction. Not that I'm going to get a particular result, but we're moving in a direction. We're, we're, we're preparing the ground. I love that. I love that image. We're preparing the ground. So when something happens, we will be more um, liable to respond wisely because we've got mindfulness. We're cultivating the effort. We've got the wisdom and then hopefully the steadiness of the concentration. So we're moving in that direction. So faith is this action that we're taking. And faith in the Buddha that this dude did it. You know, and he said, I'm not I'm teaching this because I did it so you can do it. I would not teach this if I did not think you could do it. Really important. I think that's really. There's no magic that has to happen. We don't have to. We don't have to levitate. We don't have to do anything. We can just recognize that life is messy. Shit's gonna happen. People are gonna die. It's gonna be sad. Um, it's gonna be happy. Um, there's gonna be ten thousand joys. There's gonna be ten thousand sorrows. It's part of life. And you can awaken anyway. You can be calm and contented and at ease anyway. You don't have to be knocked around anyway. When you're in harmony, when, these, when this team of horses is in harmony and they're running smoothly together, it's balanced. That's what this is. This is a teaching again, everything is. Equanimity. It's all equanimity, and equanimity is the end of so many lists where we're not knocked over by anything. We're not robots. We're not automatons. We feel we're touched by the world, but we're not driven into the ground by it. We're not splattered against the wall by it. We're able to hold it because we have this, this, this clear seeing, this faith that if we can turn towards and hold, there'll be some ease, in spite of, in spite of what's happening. So we have faith that when we, um, we take these actions and we, we cultivate these other um, qualities, that we do the effort, we practice mindfulness, we cultivate this concentration that will get to this place of, of, of um, of balance and another um Tom Jeff also talks about faith in action and he says how do you do it hang out with good peeps I don't think that's an exact quote but 
Can you see Tanjeff saying that? Yeah, he probably, he probably could. Um, to, to, for those who don't know, he's a monk outside of San Diego, Tennis or Biku. But hang out with, um, with, with good people, people of integrity. You know, like-minded people. Refuge in the Sangha. Refuge in the community of people who are doing this work, too. You know, that's, that's all part of, um, I think that falls in with Thich Nhat Hanh's um, fifth precept of being careful of what you take in. Being careful of what you take in. I was talking to somebody this week at some point, and I, I'm sure you've each met this person. I worked with a couple of these people where whenever you're with them, they're talking shit about everybody else. And I remember one time asking this guy, it's like, what do you say about me when I'm not here? Because I know you're talking shit about me too. But there's the negativity, the negativity, the negativity. So if you hang out with people who are in that place, you're, you're kind of moving in that direction. So it's okay to say goodbye. And unless we're paying attention... We're just going to go right down that path. Especially when you want, you, you have that tendency when people are talking shit about other people and you want to fit in. It's so easy to just go along. And it's like, is that who I want to be? Mm-hmm. It's not who I want to be. And sometimes you can't, you can't help being with those people because of the situation you're in. But when you have the opportunity to choose... To be with people, be with people of integrity. Be with people who are moving in this direction. You know, it's like so often, it's like, I, I don't have a lot of drama in my life because I don't have a lot of dramatic people. You know? And then the ones I do have, it's probably because I'm related to them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but you're three miles, thousand miles away. So, but that's what we have to really pay attention to. So that was really wise. Otherwise, you're like going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so hang out with people with integrity. Watch what you're intaking, the nourishment that you're you're ingesting. Um, <clears throat> listen to true dharma. You know the dharma about not causing harm to yourself or to others. That's you know taking refuge in the teachings, taking refuge in the way it is. So it is about the triple joint. You know, trusting the Buddha. Um, you know, and really paying attention. And practice the Dharma. Practice the Dharma. You know, shape your life. Um, oh, I know why I was talking about faith. I was in Portland last week. And I was teaching. And I was at somebody's house. Do you know Asher? Remember Asher? Yeah, Asher. Leslie's son? Yeah. I was at his house. He has a sitting group. And we were talking he and I were talking at a break, and he was saying, what do you tell people who have find themselves like groundless after they've been practicing for a while and all of a sudden what they thought was true isn't true anymore, so they're in this place of groundlessness? And I said, what I do is I talk about how I have, um, I find, I talk about the Eightfold Path. It's like this, this net that I've landed on. It's like when I, what used to be my go-to mechanism is no longer a go-to mechanism. It's like I land in the Eightfold Path and I go, okay, what, what would I do here? Is this wise speech? Is this wise action? Is this, you know, how does this, where does this roll into this? Is this intention? Is this seeing clearly the nature of impermanence or 
What's, where do I come? How can I land in that lens? And he, when he and I were talking, and he said, that's faith. And he goes, that's what, he goes, then you start getting into the realm of talking about faith. And I go, oh, maybe it is. So that's what triggered me to reflect on faith this week. Is like, yeah, this, I have this faith that the Eightfold Path, if I'm like in this place of, fuck, I don't know. Okay, <sighs> mindfulness. Coming back into, okay, what's happening right now? That's turning towards the Dharma. The Dhamma, what's, what's the experience right now? What is happening in this moment? Okay, can I hold it? Is my mind taking off? Am I going down that tangent? Are you a piece of shit? It'll never work out. You're going to be this the rest of your life. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, old condition thinking. Can I make the effort to let go of that and come back to wise thinking going, I actually don't know. I have no clue what's going to happen in the next five minutes. We don't know. We absolutely don't know. Can I come back into this moment and then get some stillness? You know, have that stillness, that concentration where you can just stay focused. So those are the, that's, you know, bringing these five faculties into play. Just when, when, when things are whirling around, that's the faith. Okay, okay. Breath. Present. Because I've had enough experience working through these teachings and working with these teachings and seeing enough of an impact on my life that it's almost a go-to mechanism for me, and I am so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for that, but it doesn't, you know, you have to work at it. You don't just get to it. You don't just get to it. But I'm sure each of you, each of you, have found or can point to something in your life that is different because of your practice, because of your meditation, you know? And, and this recognition of like, okay, you came to a class, you picked up a book, you listened to a Dharma talk, you listened to a podcast, and there was some in- intrigue there. You were intrigued by some reason, and it's like, oh, what's drawing you? What keeps you coming back to this practice? Because I remember going, once I got sucked into this with a real teacher, I'm like, I can't not do this. It's, it touched something inside of me, and it's like, oh, I can't not do this. It's not always going to look the same, obviously, but <clears throat> the practice remains the same. You know? it's, it's, that's kind of what it is. Um, so that's, that's this, uh, how we practice these, these, these qualities. And there's a, I don't know where I got this. I, I have, this is, this thing is dated 2009, so don't ask me where I got it. But it talks about, in the practice of the Dhamma, each of these five faculties, or these faculties of uh, awakening, has, sim- has simultaneously to perform its own specific function and to harmonize with the other faculties to establish the balance needed for clear comprehension. The five come to fullest maturity in the contemplative development of insight, the direct road to awakening. In this process, the faculty of faith provides the element of inspiration and aspiration, which steers the mind away from the quagmire of doubt and settles it in settles it with serene trust in the triple gem as the supreme basis of deliverance. 
The faculty of energy kindles the fire of sustained endeavor that burns up obstructions and brings to maturity the factors that ripen in awakening. The faculty of mindfulness contributes clear awareness, the antidote to carelessness and the prerequisite of penetration. The faculty of concentration holds the beam of attention steadily focused on the rise and fall of bodily and mental events, calm and composed. And the faculty of wisdom, which the Buddha calls the crowning virtue among all the requisites of enlightenment, drives away the darkness of ignorance and lights up the true characteristics of phenomenon. So it is all that, that musical instrument that's perfectly tuned, these five qualities, these five faculties working in unison, supporting each other, supporting each other. And you see that in the Eightfold Path where, you know, effort supports mindfulness, supports intention, and they all kind of support each other. So um, those are my thoughts on these faculties. Um, Are there any questions or comments or... Anything? Mm-hmm.